Hello, 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 and welcome to another of my podcast episodes. This is Spirit Field, Savior Sunday, and oh my, oh my, oh my, today, 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 when I tell you that the Spirit of the Lord has an awesome word, an awesome word, these This message and this teaching, I'm telling you, I've been challenged. And this morning, I woke up by the grace of God. He tapped me and said, wake up, Alfreda. (laughs) Aren't you thankful that God tapped you this morning and said, wake up? Say that. Speak that in the atmosphere. Say, God, I thank you for tapping and call your name. And waking me up this morning. Because how many of you know that he didn't have to do it? He didn't have to do it. You'll be amazed at the people when they lay down without any sickness, without any hurt and harm. And they just don't wake up. Oh my. But if you woke up this morning. To see a new day, another day. This is an amazing blessing from the top of the morning from God. That's your main, primary, awesome blessing for today. He woke you up. Oh my God. And guess what? If you're able to move about, go in the kitchen and make some breakfast. Oh, that means he also started you on your way. That's two things right there to should just have you to rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Because there are some people, oh my, they was touched to wake up but they couldn't get up. They're laying somewhere in a hospital bed or in a nursing home or in their own home. But they may have physical limitations that prohibit them to just get up and walk to the kitchen, to just get up and walk to the bathroom, to just get up and walk out on the porch. And if you find yourselves where you may take for granted and think that this has to be, oh my God, or this is just a a daily routine. And you look at it in the simplicity. But yet, it is among the grandest blessings that you can be awakened and embrace life. And the ability to get up and get started on your way. And as the old people used to say, and then the main clincher in your right mind. Mmm. Mental institutions are being enlarged every day because of the things and the cares of this world that has taken so many people and so many areas of agony and stress and addictions. So when you're able to wake up, you have the energy to get up and do for yourself. And then you have your right mind. Those are three profound blessings I 
every morning that we should wake up and say, God, I thank you. Because rest assured, he didn't have to do it. And that's what the message is going to be about today. I thank you for tuning in to WDGS on your podcast station. If you're riding in your car, if you're hanging out in your kitchen, if you're just lounging on the sofa, if you're walking down the aisle in the supermarket, please have your earpiece on. (laughs) But I'm just so glad and delighted that you're tuned in. Because truly, this message today, 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 and you know my little saying, all we have is today. Because yesterday is gone, and tomorrow is not promised. So let's just remind ourselves today, today, today. What's the little saying? Yesterday is in the past, and tomorrow tomorrow is not promised. Amen? So we have yesterday is in the past, today is in the present, and tomorrow is not promised. We got those three P's, past, present, and not promised. Oh, God, I thank you today. I am so excited about this message today. And I tell you why I'm so excited. You know, God been dealing with me on areas of things to be delivered. How many of you know that? Our greatest downfalls in everything in our lives is hinged upon an area of deliverance that's needed in our lives. You know, oftentimes we like to take our attention to other people and say, oh, well, they need deliverance and they need to change this and they need to change that and they need to change whatever we think people should change. But how many of you know that the only person you have the ability to help get delivered is yourself? Now, I'm not saying you can't encourage someone and you can't impart words that can help them and encourage them and enlighten them and inspire them. But ultimately, that person will need to reach a certain inward strength Oh, my God. That only God can give them. And they have to have a willingness. A willingness to surrender. And so we can't, we can't pour that in somebody. That's, that's something that people have to develop on their own. But we can inspire them. And we can incorporate steps and plans. You know, they have them all over the world to help people. And then then there are some people, once they go through all of that, you know, they have a word. They say they fell off the wagon. And, And so the question in my mind and to ask yourself, why is it? Why is it that there is a need for deliverance in our lives? Mm. And and, and we're going to explore some information. And I've tried to sit here and pray about this thing. And I said, okay, God, how do you want me to execute this information? You know, because deliverance is a stronghold and and then salvation is the the anchor. And then after I kept studying, because, you know, I've been studying. I'm saying I have been studying. And the reason I've been studying is for you. 
and myself. See, when God instructed me to study for you and me, because I'm going to tell you something. You know, I could sit here and I can quote you some scriptures and <laughs> tell you where to go located and where to find it. But I'm going to tell you something, honestly, before I get to engage what I have prayed, meditate, and did a survey. I did a survey, you know, in my own intellect of being. And one thing I have came to discover in now day and time is that many people, many people are, 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 they've adopted a, a multiple engagement of activities than ever before. You know, there are people that are engaged in all kinds of activities, multiple activities, and and, and they have adopted all kind of engagements than ever before. I've never seen so much marketing in my lifetime of history of people, they having this program and that program and this going on and that going on and this going on and that going on. So we have a lot of busy people. Then the second thing God showed me, he said, we have a lot of people who have allowed themselves to be drafted in time-consuming issues beyond their ability to conquer. Oh, my God. Let me add a little breakdown in that. People nowadays are allowing themselves to be drafted in time-consuming issues beyond their ability to conquer. I had to read that again. And only the first thing come to my mind is social media because it's a mass media. And people allow themselves to be drafted. And the word drafted means when you really don't voluntarily want to be a part or go, but you are drawn by the decisions of others. You know, in the military, there were people who formulated a committee and came to a decision that if we're short in this area or even if they're not short in this area we're just gonna put out a declare and decree to draft people whether they volunteer to want to come or not and sometimes we can find ourselves where we are drafted into social media to a time-consuming position feeling that these issues that we see other people have on social media, we have the ability to conquer it because we make a little post out there and and it it stands out. Mm. So people allow themselves to be drafted in time-consuming issues beyond their ability to conquer. You know, we can put a thousand, hundred, zillion posts on Facebook but if it's not in the ability of that person, oh my God, mm, to change, even if you have 10,000 comments or likes love, it may not resonate to change but one person. Some people just come in out of popularity. Some people just come in because it sounds good. But I'm here today. On this podcast, for 
three sole purposes. One that the most important one is that every episode of my podcast, there is something infiltrated in that message that will resonate in your life, in your spirit, in your mind, in your guts, in your heart that will help you. Because I'm going to share this with you. Anything that help our lives, and it can be one word. It can be one word. Hallelujah. Anything that helps our lives is a blessing. How many of you know that? Anything that helps our life is considered a blessing. Anything that's good, that's added to our lives, that's considered a blessing. So I'm here to be a blessing. Amen. I want your lives to be changed and transformed to a place that you operate every day in a peace and harmony, a peace within, a peace without, a peace all around you, that no matter what comes up in your day, oh my God. That peace of God will rest, rule, and abide in you. Where you will know that you're more than a conqueror. Where you will know that I got this without acting like I used to act. And I got this without saying the things I used to say. And being who I used to be. And that's why I'm here. Because God showed me through the journeys of my life. And the testimonies. That he's given me the ability to overcome. Had it not been for God. And what God's word says. I still be so jacked up. Messed up. Tore up. And consumed up. With everything. I, I probably have a million and one needs for deliverance. So that's my. That's my word. That's my word. Today. 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 Deliverance. You know, I did a, a, a segment a little while back and I talked about delivering us from evil, but I expounded on the evil within ourselves. But this particular deliverance, this deliverance is from the elements outside of ourselves because, you know, you can go back and, and listen to the other episode, Deliver Us From Evil. But this this deliverance is the things that come by way of just coexisting in the world and there are elements in our environment that are readily placed before us that we make free will choices. But I want to point out again, because I don't want to get too lengthy and I know it's so much information, I want to compact it or I want to put it in segments. Or maybe parts one, two, three. But I want to say one more time. <clears throat> the three things. Excuse me. Which makes a difference. In our deliverance. <clears throat> My throat's getting dry. <clears throat> but thank God I'm delivered from that cough. <clears throat> but now I just have a little dry throat. Excuse me. One, people have adopted multiple activities and engagements than ever before. And what happens when people do that? It makes them so busy, they kind of become subconscious aware 
that they got some stuff they need to deliver from it. They they body didn't take time to sit down and catch up with them from being busy to recognize what they need to be delivered from. Number two, people allow themselves to be drafted in time-consuming issues. And remember, I mentioned like Facebook, social media, whatever. That's a time-consuming. That's a time-consuming. Ah, that's a time-consuming situation beyond your ability to conquer. See, a lot of people may not recognize, but they they, they need deliverance from Facebook. I'm just saying. I'm on there. This podcast is on there. But I've learned how to operate in moderation, but I'm telling you, some people need deliverance when it comes to social media. I'm not just going to say single out Facebook, social media, period. And some people need deliverance. That is their daily Throughout the day, antidote to keep them going. Now, it's okay if you target into a specific thing and you know how to get on and get off. But some people on their off day, I promise you, they can sit there for hours, like seven, eight hours all day long. And this is what their time, they drafted. They are drafted. They are drawn. And I know it's it's not voluntary because they'll look around and sit around and say, oh, I meant to cook breakfast. I meant to cook lunch. I meant to clean my house. I meant to wash clothes. It's like they are drafted involuntarily by force. Oh, my God. Woo! That they don't even understand. And at the end of the day, when the time the children come home from school, they realize, oh, Lord, I've been on... Uh, social media all day and I haven't done anything oh my god and then the third one a lot of reasons that a lot of people are not delivered that the Holy Spirit said to me is because people have became lazy just straight out lazy and they just do not want to do and will write out confession refuse. People just don't want to do. And they will right out refuse to do what it takes to push themselves for that deliverance. Mm. Let, Let me say that again. Okay, Holy Spirit. People have became lazy and they just do not want to do and they just will not do They don't want to do and they will not do what's right. They will refuse to do it. And no matter what, they will push from what the betterment for themselves and their family. I know that was a lot to absorb. Let me see if I can shorten it down. When you just get too lazy to do what you want to do or what you should do, you won't push yourself to come out of that laziness. You know, like you're looking at a load of clothes that need to be folded, that's sitting over in a corner. People used to push themselves and get what they needed to do that was important out of the way and then sit back and relax. But now people are sit back and relax and just look at stuff that's looking at them that they know have no legs, no arms, no ability to do anything but just be there and exist except a person make an effort, make an effort to get up and do something with it. 
it's not going to move people. You know, one thing about me, when I have something to do, honestly, I like to do it and get it over with. I don't want the work that I I need to do to sit there and I look at instead of I can push myself, get it out the way, and then I can sit back and look at that empty chair. Because, see, I know me. The longer it sits in that chair, it's going to bother me. It's going to irritate me. And you know what's going to happen? I'm going to tell you what happened. See, then that's how the enemy starts tricking our mind and start thinking of other stuff. See, it's something about disorder and clutter that will take your mind somewhere else that it really don't need to be. You know, the first thing we'll start thinking, well, I just hope somebody don't come because if they come, my house not in order. Or if they do, you know, what they're going to say or will I be embarrassed or no or I'm just comfortable. Sometimes, you know what, it, you, it just may not even be comfortable. And you can be in there all by yourself like me. I rarely have a company. But sometimes I just want to move from one chair to the next chair. And then I say, well, okay, well, I need to put that stuff up. I need to move this stuff in the same way with my kitchen. You know, I just, I just have certain things that I will push myself in the house to do. Because I'm not lazy. And I know I need to do it. See, some things we need deliverance from, like I said, we became lazy and we just do not want to do it or we will just refuse to do it. It's not because we can't. It is not because we can't. The stuff is there to be done. Our body is there to do it. And God has given us the energy to do it. But you know what? We'll sit there and say, well, I don't want to do it. So we don't want to do it. We just refuse to do it. And we'll just let it sit there. And the longer it sits there, you know what it sits there and do? It sits there and every time you look at it, it's a thought cross your mind. Well, I need to fold these clothes or I need to wash these dishes or I need to get up and wash. And that's why I have to eliminate that because it's absorbing energy in my forethought about some stuff that I can just scratch out my mind. Why would I go all day and think about these clothes? Because you know what? You can fold clothes sitting down. You don't need to stand up. Just fold them. You don't need to put them in order, but you can empty them out of the chair. Just fold them and put them to the side in a container or put them in a drawer. You don't have to put them in order. Uh, when you your mind keeps saying, I got these dishes I need to wash. If you have a dishwasher, just go in the kitchen, rinse them out, put them in the dishwasher, turn it on, or either just go ahead and take the energy that God has blessed you with. Because me, you know, I don't have that many dishes to wash. And I just go ahead and just wash them and get it over with. Yes, I can sit back and say, well, you know, I don't feel like it and I don't want to. And that's are the two words that have hindered millions and trillions of people to such an addictive state throughout this land. I know I can do this, but I don't want to and I don't feel like it. Mmm. Mm. I know I can do this, but I don't want to, 
and I don't feel like it. Now, see, that spirit right there is where I got a word for you. It's called a stronghold. That's where the stronghold come in. Anytime we start saying what we don't want to do and we don't feel like doing and we know that it definitely needs to be done, it's called the stronghold. Okay, so I wanted to play it by ear and see how God orchestrated this, this, uh, orchestrated this in, in my timing. Okay, I'm keeping up with my timing. I'm trying to work on it because <laughs> I was given an engagement and I have to, I have to stick, they said, to 20 minutes. So I'm, I'm trying to do better on my time limit. But what I do want to do is I want to encourage someone and I'm going to make this because I don't want I don't want to give you so much at one time that it just overwhelms you. So I'm going to break it down in a part one, two, three. That way, if you you once you hear part one, then you want to go on to part two or part three. And it may be some parts in part two. You just want to replay because part two is going to get into the guts of deliverance. I want to help somebody get delivered today. I want to help you get delivered. And you know, deliverance come in so many ways. Like addictions, you know, prescription drugs. All deliverance are not evil. Some people just need deliverance from always trying to give negative advice. (laughs) You may not believe that. Some people need deliverance in just getting on time and being on time. My God. All people who need deliverance are not deliverance from sin. Some people just need deliverance that they feel that they can tell you what to do. And you should be able to respect what they tell you. I had that to happen to me recently. And I said I was praying about a situation. And I know why I wanted to pray about it. And I knew why I needed to pray about it. But a person gave me advice. And more than one person. And you know what? I just listened and said thank you. So anyway, I, briefly, I was speaking with somebody yesterday. And they asked me about the engagement. And I began to give them more detailed information. And they said, ooh, well, no wonder you said you was going to pray about that thing. And they said, you know what? Well, see, I was wondering when you first told me why you was going to pray about it. She said, ooh, but if you know all that, you know, you know, I don't blame you. First, she said, she said, I I wouldn't even go. And then I broke down and explained, you know, a little bit more. And they said, oh, well, that makes sense. But see, some people don't recognize if the Holy Spirit rests on your life. Sometimes you tell people information. You're not looking for an antidote. You're not looking for counseling. You're not looking for them to put a band-aid on your situation. Sometimes you just ask people to pray for you, and sometimes people don't know how to just receive that and say, okay, why well, I pray for you? They think they got to give you an antidote for a need for prayer. Oh, my God. Some people get consumed in thinking that every single person that they need to engage with on their journey, it is mandated that you always got to give them an antidote or antiseptic or some medication or some treatment. Sometimes people just want you to say, well, okay. Oh, okay. Well, sure, I'll keep you in prayer. Uh, okay, I sure will. 
Sometimes you don't even need names and situations. Because one thing about it, God says high, he looks low, he sees, he knows everything. So, you know, I shared with somebody else. I said, well, you know, I'm, I had to pray about this situation. And uh, they said, well, that's what the Bible says. The Bible says, in all thy ways, acknowledge God. Because, see, I know that there's some, there's some ramifications. And I'm, I'm not going to go in detail because, like I say, I, I don't feel that people should have to re- regurgitate the insides of their guts for people to just understand and just be okay. Oh, my God. How much deliverance. Now, some people need those antiseptics and antidotes and, and, and band-aids and all other kind of aids. But when you recognize that a person has a direct relationship with God, people in that, let me tell you something right quick, people. When, you, you, when you're into the realm of the spirit, okay, for those of you who are babies in Christ, there's a thing called maturity of Christians. When a Christian has a maturity level, then one thing that they should definitely know is to acknowledge God in all their ways. And then God will guide them and direct them and say, okay, we'll have some other people to pray for you because you know you're going into a situation where it's a lot of messy, petty stuff. So, you know, you want prayer. Because, see, I'm going to tell you about Alfreda. You know, God has positioned me to a place where I, I, I don't like going up into a lot of petty and messy stuff. I, I really, I don't. Because it's not of God. See, and that means those are some spirits that you have to arm yourself. That's why I was saying, you know, out of those three things, some people run up in some things and they take engagements and then they come out in, in worse states and things start falling apart around them. Because you, I, I'm not quick to run up into the midst of Things that are petty and messy. And they, it could be an invitation from the president. If God does not show me in my spirit and through exhibit that, that some, some strongholds and barriers that surround this invitation is not broken. Then I have to wait to hear from God. See, because one thing I've came to a maturity to understand, when you're dealing with bondages and demonic spirits and strongholds, even the strongholds within yourself, you have to know how to limit yourself in anything you run up in. All invitations don't have to be accepted. When you know yourself, That's how you get delivered. When you know your limitations and you know your inabilities, you can't always run up in a situation. If you know that music lures you to shake sheets, if you run up in the club and you start hearing music, then you know you're going to go home and lay down with somebody. You may not need to go in that environment. If you know listening to certain music is going to cause you to get your black book and call somebody to come over and entangle you in sin, you may not need to listen to that. That's why I'm not so big on giving people advice without hearing a story. You, I, Once they give me a testimony, okay, 
then I can go from there and provide advice. But if they just ask me to pray for them, you know what I do? I say, okay, and I pray for you. If they don't voluntarily give me more information, I don't really try to ask because I don't need it to pray for them. Oh, my God. I hope somebody got that. See, we're in a time, people. These young people, they they microwave people. They don't want to have to regurgitate themselves. They don't want to have to give you a song and dance like the old school people used to ask us 2001 questions before we can help them. They, they don't, they're not, they're not living in that dispensation of time. People living in a time now with strongholds. Oh my God. A stronghold. When I looked up that word, well, actually I didn't look it up. It filtered when I was looking at deliverance. And stronghold, it said there could be demons or the Holy Spirit. I said, hmm, that's interesting. The Holy Spirit? There could strongholds can be could be demons or the Holy Spirit. But it says, but just as a physical grip, a physical grip, stronghold, is not an enemy soldier. Now I took some meditating on that. Like I was like. Okay, a physical grip stronghold is not an enemy soldier. Then it went on and said, nor is a spiritual stronghold a demon. I said, mmm. Mmm. It said a spiritual stronghold is a habitable pattern of thought built into one's thought life. And I said, my God. How many people abound in strongholds? My God. Because of the way they think. See, that's why I know I'm going into I'm going into a part two of deliverance. I, I'm going to bring this to a close because I really want you all to tune in to part two of, 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 of deliverance. Deliverance. Deliverance from strongholds. It's a habitable pattern of thought that's built into one's life. How do we get delivered? I want to leave you all with this question before I say my routine closeout. If everybody in the whole world operated with the ease to be delivered, mm, be delivered from evil, what you think the world will look like? That's the question I want to leave you with on this part one. If you believe that everybody is can be delivered from evil, how can you imagine the world would be every day? How do you imagine you would be? And how do you imagine the world would be that your little babies and your children and your loved ones are in? If we were all delivered, oh my God, from the stronghold. Think about that question. Think about that question. And tune in to part two. And I'm going to do a part three because I'm going to tell you why I know now. When I do part two, what I want to do so I can give you a little prelude. I want to tell you the definition of deliverance. And I want to tell you some words that mean deliverance. So you will recognize if you need to be delivered. I want to give you some scriptures on deliverance in part 
three and tell you, because God giving this to me as I go, and tell you what true salvation is considered in a Christian walk. So those are the things we're going to cover in the next two parts. And the reason I went ahead and let you know this, because I want you to come back and I want you to tune in to part two and part three so you can get your deliverance. Because I'm telling you, everything we get deliverance from, It blesses our life. And I know you want to be blessed. Everybody wants to be blessed if we can be blessed. But I'm going to tell you when I got into this study on deliverance, it's because right now I'm asking God to deliver me some things. And so as God began to operate that that word in me, I said, okay, God, and those scriptures and defining these words is to strengthen me. And see, that's what I said about myself. I'm very, very transparent to the point there is nothing that I will put out and for you to incorporate doing and I'm not practicing it myself so trust me if I know it's something in all of our lives that need deliverance so whatever it is you stand in the need of deliverance for we're gonna walk this thing out together we're gonna walk it out together and we're gonna trust God and seek God for total deliverance oh hallelujah thank you Jesus hallelujah thank you Jesus I feel the need to say a prayer right quick on this part one deliverance oh God oh God oh God I thank you In the name of Jesus, I'm going to say this prayer right quick and then I'm going to close out and I'm going to resume with a part two. If not today, definitely the Lord say by tomorrow. A prayer for deliverance. Keep my soul and deliver me. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, as we come before your throne of grace and mercy, Lord, first and foremost, we ask that you forgive us. Forgive us of all of our sins, our presumptuous sins, our Uh, uh, hidden sins, our exposed sins, anything, Father God, that we have done, said, or acted upon that we know was not pleasing in your sight. And Lord, as we come before you, we make our requests known unto you, O God. And we ask that you, we petition you, Father God, to have mercy on us. Please have mercy, Lord God. And please strengthen us in every area where we are weak. And build us up in every area where we have been torn down, damaged, wounded, hurt, and scorned. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you keep our souls and deliver us. And please, Lord God, deliver us, Father God. Deliver us and make haste, O God, to deliver us. Deliver us in your righteousness. Deliver us, O God, from the hands of our enemies. Deliver us from our persecutors. Deliver us out of great waters. Deliver us from the oppression of men. Deliver us according to your word. Deliver our souls from lying lips and deceitful tongues. Oh God, please deliver us from those. Deliver us from our enemies and hide us, Father God. Surround us with songs of deliverance, Father God. Lord, as we command deliverance in the day over our lives, Father God, deliver us from all fear. Deliver us out of our troubles. Deliver us from those who hate us and deliver us out of our distress. Send your word, your word, your word, and deliver us out of this destruction of your word, Father God, through your word. Deliver us through your word. Deliver our souls from death and our eyes from tears and our feet from failing. 
Oh God, deliver us. Lord, I call upon the name of Jesus. Lord, and I declare and decree that we are delivered. We are delivered from the power of the past pains, Father God. We are delivered through your knowledge, Father God. In the name of Jesus, we are delivered through your wisdom. And we are delivered to receive miracles of deliverance for our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank and we praise you and we seal these prayers to say that no matter what it looks like, we will forever give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' holy and precious name, we thank and we praise you. We thank and we praise you. We thank and we praise you. Until the next podcast episode, I say peace out. I ran over in my time, but I will be bringing up a part two and three. And I'm telling you all, I want you all to get this deliverance thing because it's going to bless your life tremendously in Jesus name. May the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down to earth. Meet all of your needs, all of your good wants and all the things that your heart desires as you delight yourself in the Lord. And may he continue to bless you to prosper and be in good health even as your soul prosper. And until the next podcast upload of part two of Deliverance, peace out.